Hello and welcome to LedgerCast. My name is Brian Krogsgaard, here with the one and only Josh Olsewich. Josh, how you doing, man? Good, Brian. Paul is here. Good, Brian. Paul <laughs> is here. Paul is here. It's cooling off. Uh, it's hoodie season. I'm all for it. Big hoodie guy, personally. Uh, yeah, man. It's beautiful weather here in Alabama as well. I was in San Francisco for a day. And when I got back, it was the same temperature in Alabama as it was in San Francisco. And that is always glorious for those of us in the humid, hot depths of the South. Um, thanks, everybody, for joining us. We should probably send out a tweet or something saying we're live right now. Um, it's a bear market. Nobody's here anyway. You know what's crazy to me? <laughs> I what's still, that? Um, so my personal YouTube channel, shameless plug, I still get like 3,000, 4,000 views for videos. When I do, it's it's kind of nuts. I think I, I had more views um, in a bull market, obviously, but it's just uh, I don't know. YouTube sometimes to me is just like this black hole where I just throw stuff out there and see what happens. And if people see it, great. If they don't, they don't. It just is what it is. Um, yeah. Well, you know, people respect consistency, and um, you're consistent. We're consistent. We're pretty consistent with this show. We miss every now and then, but we're pretty consistent on the whole. Um, and we're thankful for our consistent listeners as well. So thanks for joining us, folks. Uh, so now I'm going to show you my bag. Um, <laughs> uh, we launched something that is pretty fun at Flip this week, and I want to tell you all about it because if you've never bought an NFT or if you've bought NFTs but now you're too poor to buy NFTs or if you've never bought high-end NFTs, and you want to have that sweet, sweet feel of buying a blue chip, you can do it now. Uh, we launched something called Fantasy Flip, and it's like fantasy football, but for NFTs. And Josh, you told me you were a little confused by it. So my question is, have you ever played fantasy football? I haven't, but that okay. just answered my question. I assumed it was along the lines of like paper trading. Yeah, it's like paper, paper trading with NFTs. And yeah. What you do is you sweep the floor of a given collection, um, and then you like choose: Do I want to buy one? Do I want to buy ten? Do I want to buy twenty? And it'll add it to your portfolio. And you have this hundred ETH budget, so you can, you know, walk through everything, find out what you are interested in, what might be doing well, um, and then you can um, you can buy it, and then you can. Uh, then have it in your portfolio that you're tracking and it will track your realized and your unrealized P and L. Um, and it's all based on floor prices. It's not like trait driven or anything. Um, and the winners every week get prizes and the grand prize winners get some pretty ridiculous prizes. Um, we've got partnerships like Anata, Sappy Seals, Woody's. Um, I'm giving away a very rare crypto dick butt. You know, a very important collection there. Um, so, yeah. I think good. this is a great exercise to show people like that NFT trading is extremely difficult to make a profit. That's what I think the lesson is going to be for a lot of people. It, <laughs> it may be. Uh, <laughs> Especially in the current yeah. conditions. Yeah, it, 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 is, uh, it can be difficult. And um, yeah, it's going to be really fun. But, and since we're talking about NFTs, did you see the Azuki news on OpenSea today? Yeah, I saw that it was delisted, but I don't know why. Um, I don't know why either. 
but uh, I'm gonna blame that one on OpenSea. I don't I don't think that Azuki's deserve to be delisted. It's another um, interesting decentralization centralization argument. Yeah, that seems to be just continuing to to sort of bubble up on DeFi, Ethereum, that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, nevertheless, if people want to play Fantasy Flip, and they should because it's free, uh, and you can win boats worth of prizes, uh, and you can win weekly, or you can win the grand prize after, which is four weeks. It's four weeks as a tournament. We did this internally. Mm-hmm. We did this internally because uh, I wanted our team to like feel what it was Just like. Yeah, and like, no, 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 not test this out. We didn't actually build it into our interface. We built, it looked like a GeoCities website. <laughs> Sam, my uh, business partner, built the front end. <laughs> and uh, it was it was so fun internally that um, we decided to build it for real and give people a, a feel for things. So um, here's, what, here's my grand idea, you ready? Yeah. Find some live stream of a zoo, okay. <laughs> A physical zoo. Physical zoo. Figure out uh, which animal you want. Maybe maybe an ape, maybe a gorilla. Um, and find some sort of repetitive behavior of that animal. Mm. Track that to some sort of data spreadsheet number thing. And then have the animal select the collections you mm. you invest in with this fantasy thing. So like every time and, the and orangutan... And then see if that beats the market. Right? <laughs> so every time the orangutan scratches its chin, it means to buy board ape. Whatever. It scratches its chin at certain seconds of the minute, right? That's yeah. that number. You're of, saying you don't have confidence. Know. Right before we go into TA on you know crypto trading, you are telling me that you don't have confidence in people's ability to pick winners in NFTs. Um now I will tell you I'm guessing. I, that, yes, that's what I'm. Yes, that's exactly correct. <laughs> I think the majority of people will not be profitable, and that'll be an interesting lesson on its own. Um, but maybe they're just going for gold, you know. But anyway, that's fair. Maybe maybe there's uh, alpha to be had here. Pietro you know, says, "Did I miss the chain song opening, or am I early? You missed it. You are late, but you're still on time. We're still talking about <laughs> my project flip." Um, anyway, it's gonna be really fun, and thanks everybody. You should sign up. It's completely free. It's it's very enjoyable. We we did it, and we were very competitive. I got second place in our in-house tournament, but I only got second place because I had this gargantuan win like right at the end of it, and my um, coworker Brock won the whole thing. And I was hoping I would win because I was the one posting the prize for our team internally. <laughs> so I <laughs> wanted to take the prize for myself, so I didn't have to give anybody anything. But he won. Um, and he did a great job and it was really fun, got our whole team engaged and I think it can be that uh, for the community as well and what we'll have next is like people can, assuming this you know works and people enjoy it we'll enable custom leagues so people can do their own fantasy leagues or like a community could do house rules where like they just enable trading on their collection or like a bundle of collections things like that, so we got some cool stuff that we might um, might put out if this goes well. So go sign up, flip.xyz slash fantasy, completely free. Just supposed to be a fun bear market activity. Um, that's it. I'm done shilling. So back yeah. to the Dixie. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know it's a bear market when when I'm looking at Forex. Like, yeah. 
Yeah. Bar none, it's always the case that that's where the attention goes because there's more <laughs> volatility or more activity or more momentum directionality in Forex when crypto is bearish. Because when crypto is bearish, it's it's like sideways for, for three months and then down for a couple days, you know, and then it's like, okay, that's kind of it. Yeah. People need stuff to look at, stuff to do. Um, Josh, could we have made a temporary top on the dollar? The world kind of freaked out this week, you got to admit. I don't know how much we want to talk about Great Britain or how much I'm even educated to talk about Great Britain and their lack of management or mismanagement of the bonds and the printing of the money. They, they went from QE, sorry, QT to QE in a week, basically. Pretty <laughs> impressive. And they pulled some Do Kwan stuff where they're printing their own money to buy their own bonds. Like all, <laughs> all of it just sounds, if you like say it out loud to yourself, all that just sounds so crazy. Oh man, comparing comparing the, the BOE to call Terra Luna in the same sentence. Yeah. Like, then there's the, you're like so far beyond what you should be doing or what's been done. It's just crazy to me. Um, yeah. So TLDR. All of Great Britain, pension, bonds, everything almost exploded this week till they intervened in a way that uh, signals continued need for decentralization split between state and money. Well, and, and the inflationary pressure from what they're doing is saving those pensions temporarily, but it's going to just make everything worse from an inflation perspective. Like this is how spirals start. Um, exactly. You have the central bank trying to curb inflation and then you have the government printing money and obviously those two things are somebody said it's like taking uppers and downers at the same time and uh that, that's, that's good. exactly true that's exactly true uh you know it, you, you just destroy your brain if you do that too much well temp too temporarily though it it's it's giving their currency some boost yeah of course on a friday or saturday night if you take uppers and downers <laughs> it's gonna feel great now if you take uppers and downers for weeks it's multiple days in a row. You just fry your brain. Can we can we get one thing out of the way real quick? Because uh, Marius in the chat brought this up. He said, "If Putin nukes, will every market nuke? Who cares? If if we start lobbing nukes, it's over. Who cares about your freaking portfolio in that perspective? You're all gonna die. If one nuke drops, it's just absolute mayhem worldwide, and your portfolio does not matter. Your synthetic dollars." on the internet or any digital ledger will not matter whether they're in banks, country deposits, anywhere. Crypto does not matter. The only thing that will matter in that case is what you have in your physical possession to defend yourself and your family in the zombie apocalypse, which will then occur. So good luck in that scenario. And well, you can't irradiate the cloud, but gold <laughs> is, you know, physical thing that can get problematic you, you need you need better stuff to barter with you need you need like salt and ammo <laughs> canned goods uh yeah it's oh, we're getting closer we're getting closer and closer to that so i'm i'm not betting so i'm not betting on an apocalypse now sorry i'm more bullish than that so i'm not betting on it but if it happens like what are you gonna do you know well you and i won't do too well in that scenario <laughs> Not to presume. 
not to present. What, what is anybody going to do, right? Just have a plan? Listen, I just know I just know my friend in real life who I'm going to call, and they're going to be my survival guide. So that's all I need to know. Like, look, I need to be under your protection. If we make it through this, I will find a way to reward you. I don't know how, but I'll find a way. I got some rare JPEGs. Maybe they'll have value when the apocalypse is over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Anyway, so... I'm not going to doom about nukes. Sorry. Um, I'm, I'm not dooming about it, but you can't help to think. I know, but people asking questions like, what's the market going to do if we drop nukes? Come on, man. All right. It's, it's almost to the point where like the size matters, obviously. Like, the size. I don't know. It does. It matters, right? Are you dropping a nuke on a city or like a, a, on a submarine? Like, I don't know. I don't want to think about it too much, but yeah, it's... The roads beyond that are not great. <laughs> yeah. This is where like somebody like Dan Held is like, well, you buy Bitcoin. <laughs> like, that's what you need in that moment. Some satellite, satellite authenticated Bitcoin. Um, the Bitcoin is up, kind of, today. The Bitcoin? What are we? What is this? 1994? The Bitcoin? <laughs> the Bitcoin. Um, it's yeah, up. Bitcoin's doing well it's as it should. It's actually up, it's actually up on the week. It's up three days in a row. Is this is this a curly bottom, Josh? Could it be? Here's here's what I'm going to say to people. All right. The video I recently put out on my YouTube was super bearish. I was like, look, I might be bearish at the bottom, but there's, the trend is bearish. There's no denying that. We could write the ship in Q4 and make some sort of double double bottom on BTC and do something, right? I don't know how bullish we're actually gonna get. Maybe we go to 30 and, and call it like, that's it. 30's the top for the quarter, 30's the top for the year, whatever, you know, year to date, year to end, whatever it is. Um, we'll see what happens when we get there. But if we can get past the 200 day moving average, if we can get past the 200 week moving average, then we can start talking the daily cloud. We're so far away from all that stuff, we can, you know, map it out and plan it out, what we're going to do at these levels, sure. But to say, like, we're bullish because we're decoupling for three days, I think is a little little too soon. But, yeah, it's a good sign for sure. It's a good sign. It looks like the type of thing that just wants to do a little grind up, get people locked in, and then it can... We didn't break lows when we should have. That's important. And we're... Decoupling from S&P a little bit here because the S&P just looks like it's ready for 35 or less. What's it doing 3, today? 3,500 or less. And yeah. it helps, like we said, at the open DXY coming down here. Instead of pushing highs for week over week over week, it's finally relaxing a little bit here at 112. Yeah. So, the yeah. the S&P lost its gains of the day. I, I see. I didn't really, wasn't really paying attention to that. But it started the day with some positive upside and is giving it back um yeah per per your point with the dixie um you know i don't know it's it had two down days <laughs> that's all we know um on the on the week it's potentially a toppy reversal candle certainly made its way into re like this long-term resistance finally um so don alt uh, on on weekly open this week was kind of pointing at the the whole thing 
back in 2001 as like a cluster. So kind of. Yeah, but that was a triple top narrative. Like we're not even close to that yet. No, I know. But he was just he was just highlighting that, you know, because I was like, well, 120 is a magnet. And he was like, well, you know, there was when it finally stopped, it really went down to like 113 before it went and revisited. So it's not unbelievable for us to find resistance between like 113 114 now even if it if 120 is still a magnet i'm on a monthly chart here you could spend several months kind of working your way through it you know so it it that can give an appetite for relief in markets if you treat this as a broad range that takes some time to get through again i'd say it's more bearish than bitcoin is bullish here in that the candles, you know, this is like, it's super early to quote, call the top on the dollar, but it's starting to finally look like it's showing some weakness at the very least, like even on the daily, the daily had that massive fair div. Yeah. I mean the court, look, this is a quarterly chart and look at the way these candles just keep expanding. (laughs) Yeah, that rate of change is crazy. It's insane. Like if you just take everything off and just look at it in this way. And but one, you also have to remember it's the, basically against the euro, and the euro is a, kind yeah. of a dumpster fire right now. So the euro is a dumpster fire, and this is this is what this is what prevents me from being like too uh, bearish, Dixie, at any time is because you're basically relying on Europe to get serious, and then you see stuff like together? yeah, yeah, and then you see see stuff like what's happening with the pound this week and they tighten for two seconds and their pensions all fall apart and they immediately go back to easing. And yeah, I don't know. It's, it's worrying. That said, like, does it shock anybody if you get back to like 103, 104, 105, that's a pretty serious mean reversion. Um, the Euro well below parity is, is interesting. And, you know, well, on a technical basis, it wouldn't be surprising, but on a fundamental basis, it would be an about face completely. Yeah, and, and that's what's really hard. Something to, like, I just don't see, we just need a better dollar strength proxy than the DXY, if we're going to be honest about this. because it's, Yeah, that's the dollar milkshake concept, right? Like the dollar might be trash, but it is the best smelling trash in the global uh, Forex markets. <laughs> like in in the global global currency exchange, it is some sweet sweet trash. Uh, tallest kid in kindergarten type thing. Yeah, tallest kid in kindergarten. I like that. Um, so A clean sturdy shirt. <laughs> yeah, maybe 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 there's room for digital assets and their 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 beautiful digital scarcity. Their money as energy maybe there maybe there's a narrative there probably not let's be real like if 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 currencies go to crap who knows what people will want to own but well the question is what else is there i don't you know this this is like uh the http argument or whatever yeah you know i've talked about like in real estate but i've talked about like in real estate but freaking rates make it to where just from a pure an, an actual fundamentals perspective um real estate can get stressed with these higher rates. So if rates top, then I'd be very bullish real estate in a, uh, in a environment where, um, inflation is still real, but if rates can't like sustain higher, maybe, but in the, in this environment where rates are increasing rapidly at 
it puts some strain, at least a short-term strain, on real estate. But I would be very bullish real estate from the from the rates top. But yeah, in terms of what else, I don't know gold. But gold has the same problem with the rates correlation. So, what you think? Thirty-year thirty-year fixed rates are almost at seven percent in the U.S. That's the national average, by the way. That's going to change based on your credit score and location. But yep. Uh, so that is a multi-decade high, I think. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, what's, what's crazy yeah. is it's more than a double in a year. So what they're saying now is that you're basically putting golden handcuffs on people who have existing mortgage rates. So if you locked a, I mean, you, they were you could have locked a thirty-year between like, I don't know, two seven and three five for a long time. So for for you to be sitting there with half the interest of someone that's transacting today. Uh, it's, it's not very exciting to think, oh, well, I'm going to sell and then be able to afford much less house or whatever um, in the future. Well, is that like, is that where people's mindset is, though? I feel like the golden handcuffs thing is kind of silly because most people, why historically, it is the least liquid thing they own. It is something that they're in. Yeah, but they make for most of their life, right? I don't know how many people move around. I know this is like common in like culture, flipping houses and all this stuff, but like realistically, Joe Public. How often do they move, realistically? Um, In my experience of people with families and stuff, quite a bit. Um, You know, people. I'm from from the quiet Middle East. We we are born in the house that we die in. uh, Well, a lot of people where I live, like they'll have a a two or three bedroom or something, and then they'll have kids, and then they'll want more. And um, in this environment, that's harder to get more square footage when you're doubling your interest rate you know like so kind of that grow up type of thing is 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 more difficult um so i think what you might see is like people staying in their current house for longer maybe even doing like cash-based remodels or you know something like that you just got a two percent right right and you're in your house somebody in the chat said on average seven to eight years Right, you got plenty of time. We're we're talking about short term rates that are just crushing housing. No, right no, 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 no. That's my point. Because we have this spike, and for years you could get like sub four percent rates. Now it's seven plus. You're not going to move. The inventory is going to go away. That's my point. That's my entire point. It's not like you're squeezed out of your housing. It's that you the, like. What are you even going to buy if you want to? If you want to sell, you're afraid to because you don't want to buy it with high rates. Right, but my point is, why? Why would you be selling if you just got a two percent rate? That's what I'm saying. They're not. The inventories are going to go away. There, there's nothing. Nothing's going to be for sale. Okay. I mean, there's definitely stuff for sale. Inventories are at, uh, I think, all time highs right now as far as housing is concerned. People are trying to sell. No. Just, there's buying. no. There's no way inventories are at an all time high. I'll pull it up. Pull it up. Yeah. I dare you. I dare you. Oh, I just, I literally saw it mere moments ago, which is why I'm pulling this stat out. All right. Well, anyway, I, uh, I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> oh, what, what would you buy except for Bitcoin? <laughs> not, not crypto. That's what we're talking about. Um, yeah. Yeah. Inventory may be up on a relative basis, but I don't, not all time high. Okay, this was long live Simba says a five month high. This was specifically um, this is auto inventory. Yeah, who 
I'm not talking but, about that. I'm talking. But look, it's all it's all the same. It's all the same. No, players, it's not. Different Jolly Ranchers. It okay? is not all the same. same. This is people who have like some eighty thousand dollar car and a fifteen hundred dollar a month payment, and they realize how stupid they are for that. That's way different than people who have cheap financing on their house. Okay. Well, World War Three is trending on Twitter, so that's always good. Um, yeah, back to Bitcoin, though. It. Um, well, look, we we have, hold on, we have an expert in the chat. Long live Simba, inventory at a five-month high. And then here, he works at Rocket Mortgage. Pushing yeah, average 7%. rate of 6.875, so rough, almost 7%. Yeah, but that means your dollar goes out as far. That's right. right. So if you were going to buy a house that was 300000 maybe now you can only afford a house that was 250000 based on your monthly amount that you could pay. Right. So it might put a little pressure on housing, on prices, but also I just don't think people are going to be as um, able. Less like, mobile, sure. Yeah. But you still have your house at 2%, right? That's my argument. That's right. Like, oh, woe is me. I got this rate at 2%. And oh, those, are so golden hand- those are golden handcuffs. Those are golden handcuffs. That's my <laughs> first point. Uh, my point is it's a silly, it's a, it's silly. It's a silly. We're like, case. we're just like, t- we're like an old couple arguing about the same thing right now. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a silly thing to say. Like, oh, poor you. Right? A golden handcuff does not mean poor you. It just means like, hey. Uh, you know, I got it good, so I'm kind of stuck here. Okay, I'll drop it. All right. I, I, I get it. I understand. But it's just a silly. I, I find the phrase silly. Okay. That's fine. Um, good job. Yeah, so real estate's phoned. Real estate's <laughs> completely flipping. The flipping is happening in real estate. Let's <laughs> say it like that. Um, yeah, if Bitcoin breaks down, just complete 180 here. How long until you draw a falling wedge on that Bitcoin chart right there? I thought about it. <laughs> we, did we talked about this last week, didn't we? No, I don't think so. Um, I talked about it with somebody. The problem is we're in this territory. It's more like descending we were, triangle than falling wedge. but Exactly. Well, that's the territory we were in like over here. I don't know if you remember. Oh, yeah. We were both pretty bearish. I, I, remember my, I remember the physical pain in my heart back then in June 2021. I was at 32k or whatever, and then some like options buyer, probably 3AC, saved the entire market. Yeah, they um, saved it, and then they doomed it. Like just like Bank of England, right? Her, uh, mm-hmm. Great Britain, whatever. It's it all the same. Yeah, I don't think this is a this is a falling wedge yet. Like, we could get there if we if, if we, we fall. <laughs> I just I hate like projecting. Yeah. Um, chart patterns that haven't even started to form yet because then people just think I'm absolute nut job, you know? You're just, you're just, uh, you're just drawing, you know, you're using your creative mind. Yeah. You tell them, but no, this is, this is realistically where I think we could go if we complete the next couple of weeks without lower lows like yeah that's that's how we get to 30 that's the path to 30 right there yeah, care, I mean, I think careful with that fib extension there <laughs> why <laughs> does, no, no, does reason. It mean, no reason does it mean i think you should be long here anybody should be long here no not necessarily like in hindsight it's gonna look like a great one if we go to 30 but it's not necessarily the path you know 
the probabilities for the trade are at 25 plus if we get to 25. Yeah. But yeah, here, like, what is this? This chart is nonsense. Right? You know, $30,000 $30, Bitcoin sounds freaking expensive to me. <laughs> it was it was not expensive when we were at sixty nine, but now now thirty k sounds really expensive for one bitcoin. Really, really expensive. Sounds about right to me. Really is that is that the amount in your head? Like in my yeah. head, in my head, one ETH is ten k because that's the future price of ETH. One ETH is ten k. One okay. ETH is ten k in my head. You remind me of these people, these ETH heads on Twitter. I call them meth heads. <laughs> They're like, come on, guys. ETH is barely deflationary. Why aren't you buying here? Why aren't you buying here, guys? Hello. Hello, guys. Can you see me? Hello. Why aren't you buying? Yeah. Um, it's, it's amazing the, the behavioral changes uh, in the ETH side of things. Dude, it's a triple happening. Don't worry. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, guys, it's a triple happening. All you got to do is buy ETH, set it up forever. You'll be fine. You'll be set for life. <laughs> Dingus says, best I can offer, 3K for one BTC. Wants the, wants uh, the forever bottom there. The other thing I like here about BTC is it's starting to curl out of this um, downward pitchfork. It's a little, I think it's a little too early to call it a success yet. But again, this is like, these are literally the checkpoints I'm looking for. Is it out of this downward channel? Is it above these MAs? Like, it's not that hard. And then the last thing would be the cloud. Daily clouds at 24 all this stuff sort of converges. Look at all that crap. We're, you know we're just going to end up right in that zone, right? Like 22, 23, 24, and we're all going to be stressing out at the end of the year. That's where the fight's going to be. We're going to be fighting. Yeah, like, the last week of December, we're going to be fighting around that 200-week. There's a yearly pivot at 26. Like the, yeah. so There's a lot of stuff go ahead, here. Go ahead and count it. That's our yearly close, 26K. A lot of stuff Stamp here. this. From Stamp this, people. Chat. Link it 26k yearly close whatever you tell chat to do um there's actually a gary v reference for anybody who used to watch wine library tv anyway <laughs> um eth looks a little different i think it's this do one. you mean better is that a different way of saying better i don't know if i does it look better i mean it's up more from the lows in that respect sounds better um it's all but it's it's Realistically, it's the same as BTC. Like it needs to get back above fifteen. Yeah, I could. Curve. ETH back above fifteen. BTC back above twenty-four. Then I think we're okay, as far as the direction for Q4. Yeah, yeah. You need people to have a reason to do something in that quarter. Um, we also have this whole thing, like in legacy markets, where this is like the fifth worst year ever to date. You know. If we close the year right now in legacy markets, it's like the fifth worst year of all time. Um, but in bonds as well, like everything is. Oh, dude, the sixty forty portfolios like it might need, might be worse than the fifth fifth worst ever. It's they might, they horrific. Might have to the sixty forty. <laughs> yeah, the, the sixty forty is in in big time struggle mode. Um, well, yeah. the other thing we're fighting here with risk vehicles is the yields for anything um, is much higher than it has been over the past decade, Dude. right? So like you can go to your bank account and get like three, 4%, whatever it is, maybe four or 5%. You can get 7.15% on Gemini for GUSD. I'm right so now. mad. I went to my bank and I asked this. I was like, hey, I have a not unreasonable amount of money here. 
like, what can you do for me from an interest perspective? Guess what their answer was? 1%. 0.1%. I was wow. like, what? You what? What? You gotta shop around. I know. I'm so lazy, though. 0.1%. You gotta yeah, freaking silly. be kidding me. I've Let's never wanted... Some GUSD. Here's some non-investment investment advice. Just put it in Gemini. Just put fine. it in Gemini. What could go wrong? Yeah, what could possibly go wrong? Anyway. Um, no, but I trust I trust those guys, at least as far as GUSD is concerned. Yeah. Same. Um, so do you so think the, that... That's BTC. Do you think the 200-week is real here? Do you think the, um, well, the cloud can, yearly, can be flipped? It's a yearly, yearly pivot right here. Where is uh, that? 13. 1,300. Yeah. So it's support. At this point, I feel like I'm just like looking at random stuff to support my opinion. But what is I your guess, opinion? Is you your know, opinion bullish Q4? Is that the is that the summary opinion? That's that's the general outlook because that's how it's been historically on seasonality. Wake me up when September ends. Guess what? MFers, it's October one tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, all in all, nothing's changed since last week except we had like a couple of tiny updates and the dollar has ended the week maybe looking reversally. I just don't want to get too bearish because it's so doomy out there. It's so doomy. Everybody's a doomer. Still, like it's nonstop doom. Uh, obviously, the, the Putin nuke thing doesn't help. But <laughs> I don't even know where that one came from. Um, well, today he, today he said uh, U.S. created the precedent with Japan in regards to nukes. So. Oh. That's that's in his head now. So well, that's really exciting. I didn't hear that. Yeah, sleep tight. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is not a BTC chart. This is a gold chart, um, but it, very similar to its prior cycle highs ish consolidation points under its two hundred week moving average. Could could it be if rates uh, are ready to calm down that gold could also have a move? It's monthly chart looks like death to me still like this, 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 if I was talking to cred right now, I feel like he would be telling me to just absolutely short the crap out of 1700 if you got it, because it would be a bearish retest. I'm trying, I'm speculating, but that would be my guess. But so the monthly looks bad, but the, the, some of the other time frames look like they might be a little bit reversal-ish to me. What do you think? That drawdown duration and size seems relevant on the weekly or monthly. Yeah. It's a lot of months. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six months of high inflation and gold bugs just getting smoked. 22%. 22% from top to bottom over the course of half a year. Yeah, I mean, that goes back to everything's correlated. That's quite bad. That's probably historically bad. <laughs> <laughs> Relative to inflation, I mean, you expect it to yeah. do well, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I've written off gold as anything in my head. It's not anything I'm ever going to touch, so. Why? I just thought if You'd I'm going to touch that, it's going to be physical, and that's not going to happen so yeah so you'd rather just own bitcoin 
trade something else. Trade any Forex instrument and you'll be okay. Um, I don't know if you saw this on, we can look at like NDX, for example, 200 week. Um, it's losing it at this moment because the market's fading as the afternoon comes along. But Josh Olsowich style, maybe, maybe. I mean, really, this was the, the bull div back. Oh, crap. Hold on. I got to do this. I don't think anybody can see that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was a real bull div here that we responded off of. But could you call this still still get into the tone, tones tune? Can you can you still call this a bull div of sorts? Or is that too many candles? Somebody said you were high earlier, and I think I agree with them. Um, yeah, sure. I don't really care if it's a bull div or not, but what I do see is an, a change in RSI momentum on a weekly basis while price is still down. So it's not a great technical bull div, I don't think, but it's 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 a sign. <laughs> it's a sign. Yeah, the momentum is less here than it was at the, yeah, less here than it was at a higher low. Yeah, it's really, it's really hard for me to look at these charts and you're right at the 200 week moving average, which historically, historically is a great place to buy and not at least think, you know what, somebody's just going to take a punt here and, 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 and give this a go. However... If you get back here to the last time we really had lots of fun. That fun period of 08. <laughs> yeah. Um, depending on where, like, you know, try to compare it to on a relative basis. Might be a, some gasping in there, but then, you know, when we lost it, we lost it hard. Uh, same thing in 2001. So if we go full recession, like you would expect that we are a full recession as in like, you know, long term then the market would capitulate and, and get well below those levels and we'd find our real buying zones much, much lower. Um, there is a TradFi guy who posts like the daily... He, each day he posts the fractal comparing the current S&P to 2008. And uh, it looks pretty real. Yeah. I mean, a 40% correction would put you back to the like 2018 highs. 28.75 on SPX. We'll pull up Meta. Meta is below its COVID low. How crazy is that? Um, yeah, we'll pull up Meta. But I think if we go full recession, this is your this is your buy it all moment, right? This kind of one, two, three, you know, lots of attention in that zone. Sub 3,000 S&P, but that's a bad economy in that scenario. Um, now I'll go to Meta. Type it in. My buy it all moments when Kramer says we're going lower. That's my buy. He all says everything moment. every day. You can't even take him seriously. Um, but Meta lost their business model. Like iOS is single-handedly just slaughtering Facebook because now you have to like say yes, please track me. I love being tracked. Thank you so much for tracking me and making money off of me. And if you say okay, well no, then they just don't make any money. Like it's very hard for them to make money in that scenario. So. Their stock price is reflecting that. This is how you see titans fall, right? Like the um, one monopoly is is greater than the other monopoly and strangles it, and the one dies and the other thrives. And right now, Apple's the thriver and and Meta's the dire. Um, 
in addition back to, back to the zoo if a panda has two babies i think one dies right no i didn't know that that's sad. apple and meta are both baby pandas right now. that's really sad <laughs> um well what we're seeing is apple that chart's hideous um but apple has held up better has a much more defensible business model people certainly don't want to give up their iphones but they are like in total control of many of these other apps and if you can't work around yes, them, if you use slavery to produce goods, you do well. <laughs> it's crazy, right? What a crazy concept that is. Yeah. Um, somebody in the chat, Jackard said monopolies need to be regulated. And I actually agree. I think that like some of what Apple's doing is really concerning. Some of what Amazon's doing is really concerning. Teddy Roosevelt was my favorite president. He was a monopoly buster. Um, and you know, he was a capitalist as well, but a monopoly is not capitalism at its finest. There's there's reasons why they were meant to be uh, meant to be kept in check. Now that doesn't mean capitalism is bad or anything like that. It just means that companies can get to an anti-competitive state, often enabled by government regulations or restrictions on competition, and then things get a little out of control until somebody reins it back in. So anyway. I actually heard this really good analogy on uh, All In. If you listen to that podcast, they um, you talking about like saying, the one with Chamathan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. They're basically saying like they Microsoft. <laughs> that's fine. They're basically saying Microsoft or whoever could just create anybody's business model and package it into their already existing like office model uh, software, and that's equivalent to like dumping um, on like a commodity market or whatever. Uh, where like China's dumping steel and just pushing the price down. Yeah. You know, so yeah, there are, there are issues with that, certainly. Yeah. But nevertheless, you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say next week we tap this fully on the 200 week and then we get a little springboard, get a little bit of, a little bit of October love for all of the, all of the assets of the world. That's what, we need it. We need this, Josh. We need people to feel some hopium. We need, um, you know, these big companies need exit liquidity from retail to continue. <laughs> uh, we need the we need the funds to deploy capital. Let's go, October, as Marius says in the chat. I guess. I don't know. It's just everything is so doomy right now. Yeah, it's either so that or me. it's either that or nukes. So you know, look, I'm gonna take upper the, nukes. Is that the, ter- the yeah. title? <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, what, those are, these are the options I'm given. These are the options that people are giving us. Okay, so that's what we're here to deal with. Have a plan and survive. So I got have a plan and survive. Year. I think 2024 is gonna be great. 2023, I'm not so sure, but yeah. Well. I don't have anything else. I'm, uh, I have some cautious optimism, but not much. That sounds kind of yeah, boring, doesn't it? I mean, I have Q4 optimism, but I always have Q4, Q2, Q4 optimism. I mean, alternatively, we do nothing in Q4. We do better in Q2 2023 as we did in like 2019, coming out of that 2018 bear market. Then I'll be more confident that we'll actually see a reversal if there's evidence to support that 
leading into, you know, like if, if this W double bottom morphs into like an ascending triangle or something on BTC throughout the next mm. couple of quarters, uh, that's also an option. I'm going to try to squiggle that and you can tell me if I'm doing what you're saying. Something like this. Like kind of get up there and ride the 200 week a little bit. Yeah, because this is fairly reminiscent of sitting through 2018. Yeah. In that uh, we get back to the resistance level and we'd be like, okay, this is it, guys. Sell it all. And then we just sell it all down back to the lows, you know? Yeah. Um, it's got 20, 2018 bottom vibes. It's got 2015 bottom vibes. We've been here before. Now, just keep in mind, those wicks are not easy to live through. <laughs> so we didn't really get a big wick in uh, 2018. We just got the dump and the grind and then the up until um, COVID. But yeah, maybe there's a big wick. Maybe it goes to 14K. I do think if unless it's nukes based, but if it's like more typical breakdown capitulation based, then that kind of, that wick in that 12 to 14 K would, would finally be kind of a, okay, we can buy now you're all dead and whales step in. Um, that makes sense to me. The happening is the friends we make along the way. That's the <laughs> Does that mean a net negative in friends? I don't know. I don't know. Just saying, eat, eat, you know, the quadruple having or whatever it is. ETH just needs on-chain activity. What's going on there? ETH needs to figure its junk out. This goes back to everything. You we say that said. while you're looking at BTC, or no yeah, one does anything. Like, I mean, whatever, right? BTC wasn't built to do quote unquote do stuff. Um, <laughs> that's my favorite argument. That's such cope. <laughs> it's a dead rock, guys. You can't do anything with it. Yeah. Okay, fine. Well, my yeah. dead rock. It was I'll meant to send rocks. and receive and transact. Well, nah, I, just hold it. There I had we, a huge rock collection as a kid, by the way. Huge, I so don't. It doubt only it. makes sense. Don't doubt it. Don't doubt it. All right. Yeah, ETH needs ETH something. I don't know what it's going to be. I didn't see NFTs coming. Did you see NFTs coming before they came? No. As far as popularity? No. I would have bought Here's, a whole bunch of uh, art blocks and punks and. Other stuff. Here's everybody's homework. What do you think? Question of the day back to Gary V. Wine Library. What do you think the next bull run's going to look like? What's the next big thing? What's Can we the, even predict it? What's the next big so, crypto sector? Is it going to be a white swan like ICOs were, arguably, like NFTs were, arguably? I don't know. Somebody needs to tell us. Tell us in the comments. In the meantime, CBDC on ETH. Here's, here's this is the wrong. Crazy. I used the wrong video. I used the wrong music. Wow. This is the last thing I'll say. Okay. You want a crazy conspiracy theory? I think USDC is going to be a CBDC. How about them apples? How about them apples? We'll we'll let that stand on its own. I met some circle people this last week. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Talk to you next time. Bye bye. Monuments Don't forget to go to flip.xyz/fantasy. In the blink. Just run dry